Hi human, I'm Ashley Eugene, your host, human experience facilitator and educator. Welcome to episode two of Humaning 101. I am super excited you can join me for today's show. Today we're going to talk about me. One of my favorite things to do. Just playing, but really. We're going to talk about who I am because frankly, you should know who somebody is and a little bit about them before you take any advice from them. So, or at least I would want to. So, here I am. I welcome you to me, Ashley Eugene, your human experience educator and the founder and creator of Humaning 101, the world's first human experience education system. Welcome to me. So, who am I? First, I'm going to tell you who I am now, today. Today, I am Ashley Eugene, your human experience educator, holistic health practitioner, energy healer, mother of five, wife, daughter, and so many other things. Just an overall wonderful person. I'm that person who, when I see little children, I smile and wave. I'm the person who loves to pet puppies and pet kittens. Not so much big cats, because they scare me. But I'm the person who will spark up random conversations with whoever, whenever. I'm the person who will give anybody a hug. I am the person who, if you need a friend, I'm here. I'm the person who loves to help people who loves to serve and who serves from my full heart. I'm a person who has strong beliefs and strong feelings. And I honor those beliefs and those feelings. And I'm a person also who is able to recognize when certain thoughts and beliefs don't serve me. I'm an evolving being. I'm eternal. I've been here for many, many, many lifetimes. And I've recalled many of them and they were freaking amazing. Ever since I was little, I knew of this moreness that there was to life, and I always wanted to know. I was just curious, and it's taken me on quite the adventure through life that I'm gonna share with you, and it's brought me all to here, where I am now. Life hasn't always been perfect, it's not been easy all the time, but it was my life. And it was so on purpose. Every bit was so on purpose. And I'm so excited. And I'm so excited to be me. I'm so excited to be where I am now. I'm so excited to be sharing this information with you guys. Because honestly, that was my last holdup. Was opening my voice and speaking my truth. And the beautiful things and the knowledge that I've learned and experienced. And figured out myself with all of you because you guys are me. We are we. And I love you just like I love me. And because I love you so much, I wanted to give you something to help you love you as much as I love you. Because that's what I do. I'm a lover. I wasn't always that way. Life, like I said, was interesting. It was a whole roller coaster. But I am who I am. And who I am today I'm in complete love with her. I'm freaking amazing and beautiful and fantastic. And am I perfect? No, but nobody's perfect because we're always evolving. 
There's never going to be an ending, so there's no perfection. But who I am is I am me. I am Ashley Eugene. I like to wear big earrings and big hair and lots of jewelry and interesting pants or leggings or little shorts or crop top shirts. I don't like bras. I don't like mean people. I like mean people, but I like mean people loving themselves so that they can be nicer. Because I guess the reason I don't like mean people is because I know that's not who they are. That's why. But I just love, I'm a loving person. Sometimes I do get my buttons pushed, but I also am very reflective so I can identify when that happens and I can move forward. I'm a mother of five beautiful children who are such divine representations of who I am and who I was at certain parts in life. And seeing them evolve and grow and shift into their being is, it's divine. So I am Ashley Eugene, your human experience educator. And I'm here to help you make your life amazing. That is who I am now. And just from me right now, I love you. And I can't wait for you to love you as much as I love you. And if you do, freaking congratulations. You're awesome. And if you don't, you're still awesome because you're learning and you're going and you're becoming more you every single day. So let's jump into the rest of life and to figure out how I got here. Not to figure it out because I know, but to help you to understand who I am at my core. What I've gone through, what I've overcome, and to know that I'm just like all of you. I'm a normal person sitting in a room recording a podcast on my phone just wanting to encourage and empower the world in a way that has not been done because I love you all so much so much so much let's jump right in to my life childhood 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 very interesting it was very interesting a lot happened trauma molestation rape all those things all before I was even 12 wasn't believed the first instance wasn't believed by family so it was a whole lot of trauma from that I told wasn't believed Charges didn't get pushed because of family harassment on my mother. It was just crazy. My parents had been divorced since I was an infant. There wasn't much communication. I'm so glad that they weren't married because honestly, they did not get along well. And that would have been even worse. That would have been a worse environment. The fighting that they had between each other was already bad, but any more would have been worse. But me, myself, I was born in 1986. August 19th, 1986, to two parents who didn't really know each other beforehand, ended up sleeping together, made a me, got married, got divorced, and yeah, 
I was pretty much like the best thing that ever happened to that relationship. <laughs> I'm so glad it's done. So thankful. Would have never wanted it to continue. But as a child, because my parents were divorced, because they were so busy, because, you know, parents, especially in the 90s, like they were super busy, always working, always doing some stuff. And I had a lot of time to myself. And I enjoyed that. Time to myself was my favorite thing in the entire world. So as a kid, it's funny because I was loud, curly headed, kind of like I am now, like I've become back into, and I'm so proud of myself because when I was loud, I was, or when I was little, I was loud, fun, rambunctious. People said I was naughty, but I wasn't. I just knew what I wanted. And if what was going on wasn't what I wanted, I just stood up for it and I said no. <laughs> And my parents, I don't think they necessarily appreciated it a whole lot. My grandparents, I don't think so either. Other people, caretakers, didn't either. I found an award recently and it said, Ashley was great at snack time. That was what I was good at when I was little, snack time. I'm pretty awesome at snack time now, still. Snack time is my favorite time and snack time can be any time. But... Yeah, I wasn't like, the Ashley's such a good listener, Ashley this, because I wasn't listening to crap because I wanted to do what I wanted to do. Similar to now, but now I figured out a way to do it all the time. And you know, because I create my life, as do you. But I was loud, boisterous, independent. I would wake up super early in the morning, go sit in the living room by myself and just sit there. I thought I would turn on a show. And when I got to be older, I Googled the show. I thought it was called Carlos's Island because Carlos was there. It was a place where we like, they did magical things. It was amazing. And I thought that that was the show. Like I thought it was a show I sat and watched. And then I Googled it and I looked for it. And then I started to think if I was crazy. And then as I connected to myself, I realized like that was me going, sitting and meditating and having quiet space even when I was a small child. I was like four or five years old doing this. It was amazing. And I, it was literally my favorite thing to do. Every morning at like 5 a.m. I'd wake up, I'd go sit in the living room and I would go to Carlos's Island. And as an adult, when I had that realization that that was a place, it was a like a another dimension that I would go to to get that information that me as a child wanted to have about this dimension and to remember that power that we have. And when I looked it up, Carlos means free man. So I went to Freeman Island and I learned how to magic, like how to teleport, how to talk telepathically, how to do all these things. And I would come back here and it was absolutely amazing. And it was so real, like so real, this interesting life that I had that I even named my bunny when I was little, Carlos, after my favorite person, Carlos on Carlos's Island. It was interesting. Then I also had my BFF. My BFF was Roxy. Now I could see Roxy. Roxy is beautiful. Golden rays with beautiful red curly hair. So flipping fantastic. Like the most fancy stylish person I'd ever seen in my life. But I was the only person who could see her. I was the only person who would talk to her. As a child, I thought it was an invisible friend. Now I know because I've gone through all these things that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. But now I know it was my higher self. My higher self physically manifesting for me to 
be with. And I knew and that connection was so strong that it just was always there and it never really separated until some trauma happened. And that was when I was about seven years old, six or seven, and when my uncle molested me and I was feeling so conflicted, like, do I talk about it? Do I not talk about it? Do I talk about it? Do I not talk about it? And for a long time, like for a couple of days, I didn't talk about it because I wasn't sure. And I was like, I don't know if I should, or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And finally, when I did, then I told my mom, she reacted like, kind of like, oh my gosh, like, of course the parent would. And she called my dad. My dad reacted the same way, told my family, like, cause it was on my father's side and they just kind of were like, no, that didn't happen. She imagined it. She just confused. She's little. She doesn't know what she's talking about where I very much knew what had happened. I might not have known how to explain it because I was so young, but I definitely knew what had happened and I definitely knew it wasn't okay. But so we ended up going to like all these like interview centers to have interview with, with the police and with detectives and things. And at the end of it, it just kind of went away. And I wasn't sure what happened. I had no idea. But then come to find out it was because my dad's family was harassing my mom so much that she just dropped the charges. And so that caused when I found that out, it was only last year and it caused a lot of like frustration and anger inside of me. And so I had to communicate to my mom and just let her know, like, I need some time to myself because I felt like I had been alone for so much of my life when in fact I wasn't because I always have me, of course, but I didn't have that support from my family, which now I'm totally fine with. And I realized it was because I didn't need that support. I need to remember that I am the only support that I need as is everybody else. And that's why this work that I'm doing is so important. But that's part of why I want to teach you guys what I've learned and talk to you guys about these experiences so that you do know that it's your experience and you can shift and change your experience at any point in time. But so I had this thing. I kind of forgot about my magical, magical friends, forgot about my magical world. I kind of got angry got upset, got kind of like, what the heck is going on? Because there was a rift that was created between me and my parents. I didn't feel very safe. I didn't feel sure of anything. And I wanted to just feel better again. And I didn't feel better. And that made me even more mad. Then a couple of years after that, I began to be raped by my brother who was only a couple of years older than me. And it wasn't like forceful, violent, but it wasn't like, hey, do you wanna do this? Or like, it wasn't that because I was eight, he was only like 10. And it was just really interesting. And that whole situation just really, the situation before really made me kind of just shut the heck up about this one. Because I was like, what's the point? Nothing's going to happen. I'm going to be blamed. I don't want to feel like this. I'm just not going to talk about it. So I didn't. I didn't talk about it. It occurred for four years. I never said a single word to anybody. At the end of the time, I had gotten so tired of feeling so anxious and worried and not sure if he was going to be at my dad's or if something was going to happen. I just wasn't sure. And so I just eventually told him, like, please, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's all it took. 
that's all it took and because that's all it took I wondered what happened to him to make him do that what happened to him to make him feel like that was okay because I knew what had happened to me before but then it made me wonder what happened to him so it was an interesting thought process that I had but I I didn't hold a grudge against him I wasn't ever like super angry but I wasn't I didn't feel good I didn't want to be around him really but I just wanted to know more and I wanted to it to not happen to anybody else because it didn't feel good and it made me feel absolutely powerless which I wasn't but I was and because of that I rebelled after that I was like you know what this is how everybody else is treating me this is how everybody else is treating my body so I'm gonna do whatever I want to do with my body because it's my body and everybody else is having sex with it and touching on it and whatever and nobody cares so I'm going to do what I want to do and that shifted everything and that was when I was about 12 after my trauma as a child I wanted to feel better I was finally old enough to be out to be free I wasn't really old enough but then in those days who wasn't old enough we just kind of did stuff I was about 12 and would catch the bus to and from school and had lots of opportunity to do lots of things so I did and I met lots of boys and boys liked me because of course I'm beautiful but I didn't love myself so as a act of rebelling against everything that had happened before I started to do those same things to myself but by my choice I figured people were doing these things to me I was going to do it because I wanted to if it was going to happen I was going to make it my own rather than letting it happen by force so I started to be quite promiscuous at a very young age and I lost my virginity by choice at 12 before that it was like I, it was almost like not even a thing it was it was really interesting but that was the first time where I made the choice to be with another person and after that I did feel better I did feel liberated I did feel like yeah this feels better than that but did it feel good still not quite but it felt better than what I was feeling before. So I kept along my crazy little path and meeting people and whatever and meeting people, whatever. And then I ended up coming across a man who was older than I was. I was walking with my friend. He introduced himself. I introduced myself. I said I was 16 at the time I was 13. He said he was 17 at the time he was not. He was what came to be later 29 and that only came to be or I only found that out after an entire situation had happened where he was at my home and my stepdad came home and saw him there and like he left and it was a whole yeah it was craziness but then when the police found him they figured out that he was a 29 year old man 
and that changed everything because with that I went they did a rape kit they did pregnancy tests the morning after pill and I was about to start school in a new school like days later like literally like I think it was even the next day and I was just I felt terrible when I started I was miserable I was upset I was kind of hurt I was just like what the fuck like what the heck life and so then I realized like you did it it was you nobody else could help it nobody else could cause it it was you and then I decided to take control of me to take control of my life to take control of my experience to take control of each and every part that was going crazy I decided that I was going to stop and I reclaimed my virginity I said to the universe you know what and it was New Year's Eve it was New Year's Eve that all happened in about November October I think and New Year's Eve a couple of months later I was like you know what I'm done I'm done with this I'm done being crazy I'm done with this crazy life I'm done I just want peace and quiet and to be free so I was I was born anew. The next day I woke up, I felt so great. I went and I continued about my life. A few months later, I ended up meeting a boy at school. He was in my woodshop class, ended up being my first boyfriend. He was super, super sweet. But shortly after we got together, things amped up. Passions heated up. We like were great at first. Like it was a wonderful relationship. Great, great, great relationship for the first six months. And then we decided to be intimate as soon as the intimacy began insecurities came up all these unhealthy things came up and it just wasn't very good so we continued to date because we had been together we were each other's best friends it was like even though it was an unhealthy relationship we still deeply cared about each other and we ended up being together for about three years ups and downs so many things domestic violence us fighting in school like it was it was bad it was not healthy but we were both so unhappy he was hurt because of the losses and experiences he had I was hurt because of the things that I had experienced and together we were a perfect unhappy couple so we continued along that path until one time we were it was right before junior year in high school we met in eighth grade started dating then junior year of high school we decided we were going to take a break so a break we took and life again shifted i decided that i was going to do more and i was going to do more for me do more of what felt good to me because again i had found myself in this unhappy place and when I did, then, of course, like teenagers do, I wanted to go to parties. I wanted to be with friends, but I didn't really have friends because I had isolated myself for so long that there wasn't that camaraderie amongst other people. I didn't have girlfriends to hang out with. I didn't have other people to hang out with. And honestly, me being me, like I'm a very quiet, kept to myself person. I do love people, but I also love myself. So I spent some time just kind of going to work, doing things, playing sports, doing the things that made me happy and felt fulfilled. Then I met one friend and we ended up being like pretty good friends for a good while. And in that friendship, I got bold and we started to hang out. We started to go to parties. We, it was a lot of fun. It was a big shift. And then I met another boy 
who was in the hallway. He looked so tough and honestly really grumpy and angry. And that just made me hot then because obviously trauma messes the brain up and doesn't let you realize when things are not a good thing. So you just kind of go towards it. So I went towards it and we ended up dating a few months later. I ended up pregnant and life shifted again.